If you're only here to cause drama, come sit next to me. If you're looking for the bare necessities, you found them. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to The Real House Bears! <laughs> Hold on, y'all. <laughs> I can do this. I'm a grown woman. Podcast. <laughs> Don't cry about it, son. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. <laughs> you think I'm crazy, don't you? It was you're creepy and weird. You think I'm... <laughs> I'm so glad you brought your emotional support roller with you today. I have a feeling I'm gonna need it a lot, y'all. <laughs> today it's gonna be very hard for me. <laughs> Thank God I have my roller. Like, give me a break man since you can't see it yet which i certain <laughs> will be posted on our socials immediately oh my goodness hunter is using my roller my beard brush my roller beard brush as his sutton support roller emo emotional roller whatever don't talk bad about my roller y'all <laughs> You're gonna make me upset. I don't like this at all. That is, you have no reason to be upset. I wonder if um, Sutton is a Pisces. No way. No. Well, she's got a lot of feelings. She does have a lot of feelings. But no, you... she only has one feeling: it's sadness and being. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you don't have any reason to be crying because we have had the most amazing week. We really have had a very, very exciting week. You know, we told you last week, we teased you a little bit. Hunter called me the D word for not telling you all <laughs> But we, I, we told you something exciting was happening, but we just didn't want to make, we just wanted to make sure it wasn't another where in the world are we with this situation again. Vita tequila situation. Yes, yeah. yes. Should we rewind first? Yeah, so we told, you all, yeah, we told you all that, la not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before, we spent pr Pride Weekend night with Heather Gay and Dre and Paul, mm -hmm. Drother Hardenwood and Paul. Drother Hardenwood and Pollywog. And then what we didn't tell you is that three days later, we get a DM from Whitney Rose. Whitney Rose herself from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, y'all. Give us the crystals, cleanse our chakras, bring out the sage, and sound the gong. She's like, when am I going to be on your podcast? She's like, she said she's low key obsessed with us. She did. I was, <laughs> I was going to call her out on that, but it was like the biggest. It was so flattering. It, it was, was so flattering. Was. When we were recording the podcast last week, we, you know, we didn't have a definite date. We didn't have any of the specifics, and we just, you know, we just didn't want to have another three month excursion. Yeah, we didn't want to jinx it. So then we told you all that the following Friday, Jen Shaw FaceTimed us. Yeah. And so once things started to get more planned and official with Whitney, our good friends, Drother Hardenwood, gave us their sound equipment for their, that they use for their podcast because, you know, we have like one microphone that we yeah, share. We share, our, we share a hot one, closet. Yeah, in the hot closet, we share one microphone together. So Drother Hardenwood, they had 
four microphones and a nice setup. A great and, setup. And not only did we know we were interviewing Whitney, but also her husband, Justin. You know, I've been known to be on that poll a few times myself. <laughs> oh my God. That, I was super, super excited for, you know that. Well, you all, <laughs> you all know that if you listen to our very first season when we covered Salt Lake City, that... Neither of us, but in particular Hunter, could not hide his crush on Justin. Yeah, I, and let me say that now that we've met them, the crush is stronger. He's so ad adorable in person. He has the best smile, and those dimples go on for days. <laughs> so we went met with Druther Hardenwood on Tuesday and Paul, and then we and that led to dinner, and then karaoke, karaoke, and all. a really just wonderful night with our great great friends. Yes. It, it was just a really great unexpected Tuesday night. Yes. Um, and then this yes, what is today? Saturday. So two days ago on Thursday. Mm -hmm. We go over to Whitney and Justin's home. I recognize so many spots of the homes just from, like, the clips of the first season. Yes, yes, yes. Like, especially that entryway, yeah. And got to have the most wonderful evening. Yeah. Interviewing them for the podcast. How long? We spent, like, over four hours there yes, with them. Yes, yes. And it was our first interview because you know when we interviewed with heather and dre we were on their podcast and they were really interviewing us yeah so this is our first time that we weren't just doing a recap and we were interviewing someone else yeah it was nerve-wracking leading up to it but as soon as we got there they were so easy to talk to and it was, it was so there was easy. no pressure there was no anxiety. It was so easy. Their dogs are so sweet and lovable. Their big dog is a big crotch lover, especially for <laughs> men. I mean, my I got I got tapped a couple times where I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, hi, dog. <laughs> yeah, Hunter almost got a new boyfriend over there. He was adorable. I but loved him so much. Their home is beautiful. Their kids are so sweet and yep. fun and ready to, ready for the spotlight. Let me tell you. Oh I yeah, bet. ready. And again, Justin was a great gentlemen we got to do a shot ski with them yes and sign their shot ski yes. we are our signatures are in their home so it was really just this week above and beyond uh, yeah. honestly i think i just really kind of feel like everything that i've done right in my life i'm getting paid for now like it's, it's just it's, been exciting it's nice to have to pinch ourselves every day to Make sure we're not dreaming because yeah. there's so many amazing opportunities and amazing people that we have met because of this podcast. And how often do you become real life friends with like your idols? It's very, very rare. Uh, and so it's just been really great. Oh, and on top of that, we got some free Iris and Bo swag. Yes. Let me tell you what. My life has changed. Today, I put it on for the very first time. And, you know, sometimes I'll put on a little bit of moisturizer. But today, I did the whole shebang. Mm -hmm. And I know this might sound weird, but because my face felt so nourished and moisturized, my whole body felt nourished and moisturized. Ooh, I love that. Is that weird? No, because... I really felt that way. Well, I used it for the first time yesterday, and... I instantly felt better. Like, yeah. my face looked better. Like, there's these, I like... Mean, how do I look? How do we look? Oh, my goodness. Can you guys see... 
Join us on the socials and see how gorgeous our skin is. <laughs> But no, honestly, she's got this like the rose droplets the, the, yes. with the rose inside of it. The second I put that on my face, I felt like my skin toned evened out. Yeah, And I... same with the glow. Oh. The glow, right? I mean, after. I did like a seven step process today. I don't know if I was meant to do, put all of those on, but I, I it did, felt so good. I did everything today, yeah. and there's still stuff we haven't used. And like the under eye cream, I really, really like. I used that today. You barely have to use any of it, too. I feel like it really took five years off my face today. Yeah, I'm going to have to get a divorce because you're too young for me now. <laughs> <laughs> it's rude it, and it's selfish. But also, what about that new documentary about the Girardis? The how is it the housewife and the hustler? Yeah. Wow. It kind of turned my mind around on how everything could have taken place. It kind of took away any guessing that I kind of had about this, their situation. Oh, yeah? But I still think that there is a huge possibility that Erica did not know about where that money was coming from. It's very difficult to explain. But I've, they made her look kind of bad in the documentary. I don't agree. Okay. I don't agree. I feel like it very much implicated Tom Girardi, and there's really no way that the facts that were stated to us um, were... I mean, they were facts. Like, he is guilty. There's no way out of that. Yeah, he is... He's, he's But I don't guilty. feel like it implicated Erica Jane, necessarily. I mean, the experts were it... Danielle Staub and Dana Wilkie. <laughs> Dan, how, I mean, have they even barely met her? How are they experts on knowing anything that's going on in their lives? I feel that when Erica and Tom are together, she always has like this very reverent attitude towards him. She's uh, normally even more demure and like her posture is more perfect. I don't I don't I think she would be afraid to insult him if she talked about finances. I all uh, but it just what I'm saying about the documentary is it made her look like a money grubbing housewife. Well, they tried to, but in reality, she could have been strictly focused on Erica Jane, and he was just saying, "Well, let I'll I'll pay for it, and I'll yeah, give you this." And think... she's like, "Okay, I thought you like." She probably thinks that he has it all. I mean, he yeah. what did he say? He had. 50 or 80 million just in time. cash? Yeah, now it's all gone. So I don't think that she ever talked with him about money as far as even if she thought that there was some financial situation going on, I think he probably kept it from her because of his pride. And I think she probably didn't talk money because that's just kind of the bargain that they had. Uh, yeah, I, I agree So with that. again, I, I don't feel like there were any experts on there about Erica in particular that really could speak to who Erica was or what or anything that they again, what does Danielle Staub and Dana Wilkie know at all about Erica Jane? Other than what she's like, I was TV. on I worked with her on Bravo twice on Watch What Happens Live. I'm like, yeah. you didn't work with her. You just sat next to her right. getting interviewed. <laughs> yeah. With that hair. Oh my goodness. With that hair. But anyhow, so but that was a, it was thrilling to watch. I will say that. Yeah. It, it was, was sad. Yeah. Because, I mean, I had respect for Tom Girardi. Me too. So, to But find also, out... like, uh, Erica doesn't show a lot of her life already on The Real Housewives. So even if there was issues with their marriage, I don't think she would have brought it up to anybody. No. Because that would have been brought up on TV, and she doesn't want that. So, yeah, there's a huge possibility that she really just didn't know where that money was coming from. But having her be on some, like, company bills. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's going to be a Teresa Judai situation. I think Erica Jane will probably go to jail for about a year, like Teresa did. And Tom Girardi will be 
in jail or in a home or uh, who knows whatever. What? But um, yeah, the his like coworker said three months before he claimed dementia and stuff he was giving speeches yeah i don't think anybody's buying that i don't think anybody's, don't think buying, anybody's buying it. i think it's a purely legal move you know what i wasn't buying this week this week's episode of real housewives in beverly hills you're like the king of segues <laughs> i love it thank you <laughs> yeah. anything you do is cute but this was not only was it a very uneventful episode like nothing really happened except for this thing with kyle and dorit which you know, I'm glad that we've got some Dorit story happening, so I was thankful for that. But they lied to us. This is just a big anticlimactic evening. They, every moment before this episode and during this episode, they led us to believe, they didn't lie, they led us to believe that we were going to get to at least hear a word from Erica. And all we got to hear from her was in the first few seconds of the episode saying, this divorce has many layers. This divorce has many layers. It's complicated. <laughs> I'm prepared for my friends to have questions. <laughs> I know. I was preparing for something to happen with Erica. And that's it. At we least, didn't get nothing. At least just a sliver. You know how they do? Just a little sliver yeah. of the fight. And then they're like, oh, end of episode. On I'm, the next I one. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe they'll at least give you like a minute of something happening. But they didn't give us... They gave her yeah. a sick little walk-in entrance into, the, into their, her house and then just ended. And I was like, ooh! I did like that moment of breaking the fourth wall at the very beginning when she looks right at the camera. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of spooky in a way. Yeah, it's ominous. But it's funny, it's different than Kathy Hilton looking at the camera. I remember a few episodes when Kathy, Kathy Hilton just doesn't know any about it. She probably didn't even know that was a cameraman. She probably thought it was she an actual person. It. She couldn't see oh it. Oh my gosh. She probably thought it was Kyle. <laughs> there was some seven foot man. Kyle, there's two of you there. <laughs> How are you on the bed and over there holding a camera? That's crazy, Kyle. <laughs> Kathy! <laughs> but um, Erica does look beautiful. She looks very serious. She's wearing like a, like a deep red and a very formal looking, not like formal, like nighttime formal, but very buttoned up type. Businesswoman. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Businesswoman so, of the night. We, But starts off that way. We don't know whose house she's going to. We don't know Just what's the going on. And then... Three days earlier. Uh, election day. So, where we left off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the ladies just found out about Erica. Mm-hmm. But Kyle's getting ready for a patriotic election day party at her home. Yay! Feeling very patriotic. We got that in two cities. We got it in Beverly Hills and New York. Dress patriotic. This reminds me of Great Gardens. Right? So I think this is the best costume for the day. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see Kyle Richards dressed up as little Edie dancing around with an American flag. That would be no. Dory, I want be, I want Dory to do. No, that. I want Kathy to do it. Ooh, you know what? A lot of these I could see you, Sutton do. I could see Lisa Rinna doing it. I don't it. see Garcelle doing that. No, that's too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> and Garcelle's not even coming to this party, so um, Erica's not coming. Obviously, yeah. And then Kyle alludes to some issue that they had, she had just recently had with Dorit. Mm-hmm. Cut to Dorit and PK. <laughs> Dorit and PK. Dorit is wearing this beautiful green, black, and white 
plaid suit with a bejeweled vote pendant in her hair. But is that American? Is that patriotic? She doesn't know what patriotic means. According to Reese, it doesn't have to be red, white, and blue to be patriotic. Technically, it does. Well, it doesn't have to be those three colors, but it really helps to push the fact that you're an American. I mean, what does green, black, and white have anything to do with it? Or plaid, uh, a, he, or is it that, maybe tartan those are different, or whatever? Those are different colors for a different place. Yeah, yeah. Even well, PK said something. Yeah, he had called her out for that. But she tried to defend it, but I'm like, you didn't defend it. If it was like a business <laughs> Maybe suit. she was thinking, I look like I'm in Clueless. That's very American. <laughs> she was dressed like she was from the movie Clueless, wasn't she? Yeah, she was, but <laughs> that's that's American. Dorita, all right, Dorita, about you, girl. I, I understood. No, I, I don't. get it now. It's all it's no, all make it, it's like it, Teresa and no, her tagline. None of it makes sense. <laughs> none of it makes sense, and I hate it. <laughs> so Dorit tells Pikai about their way home from Tahoe, where Dorit was having a one-on-one kind of conversation with Crystal. Then got, Kyle turned around to want to interject just one thing. And Dorit reacted quite harshly. Mm-hmm. I will have to say, in Kyle's defense, Dorit did act quite harshly. But later in the episode, when Dorit reminds us that Kyle constantly interrupted, I was like, okay, I can see how, like, PTSD, it's kind of hard to get over those type of things. Mm-hmm. It shows Mauricio even interrupting lately. I think that Kyle and Mauricio are just interrupters. Sometimes it's okay to say nothing. You want to know what I wrote down about this? Is it about me? No. Okay, then yes. No, I said, (laughs) apparently the private jet ride had some turbulence. (laughs) Kyle did not come in for a smooth landing. Oh my God, I'm so glad. With her opinion during Crystal and Dorit's conversation, and it thrust them into some loss of cabin pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully they can... Make a course. Hopefully they can to find a, the a safe landing. Exit. Ew! Oh my God. <laughs> that is. I don't know whether I love it or can't take it. It almost became inappropriate. <laughs> I love it or can't take it. One of the two. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, but then Kyle like starts crying, and he's like, "Really? I didn't make you cry. No way." Uh uh-uh, uh. Oh my God, Kyle! And then PK. True to PK, makes some snarky comment about wanting to be there when Dorit puts Kyle in her place or something, or when to watch it go down. I'm like, you guys are friends now. I, the I, four of you, we found out in the first episode that the four of you have been like best friends all summer long or however long. So why is that snarky comment necessary? I do love that PK just says, why don't you just interrupt right back at her? Just <laughs> interrupt her. Give her a taste of her own medicine. Well, I mean, th- yeah, that's all fine, but I guess if it's someone that I care about, revenge is not my go-to. It's, I want to talk about it and fix it. Mm-hmm. Not re- be a jerk. You- if it's someone I care about. I mean, if it's someone I don't care about, then fine. Let's let's ruin their night. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of be better, not bitter. Crystal and her husband Rob are now on their way to Kyle's election party, and he asks her how she's feeling about seeing everyone again. She has nerves. You can tell that he's a little nervous on camera, too. Mm-hmm. But, why? I mean, I would be terrified. First time I was on, I, I, I don't know what I would do to myself. Yeah. Crystal is just hopeful that everyone will be focused on the election, not worrying so much about petty things. <laughs> but did you notice that as soon as they got there, Crystal's husband, I think his name is Rob, he immediately is like, are we drinking? 
<laughs> He's like, I need to relax before this I, night I goes need to down. chill out a little bit. I mean, after hearing about the Tahoe trip, yes. and after imagining for me how much Crystal probably really made it sound. And who knows how much he spent time with the husbands, because you know he's going to be around the husbands. Yeah, and that's that's nerve-wracking. It is. especially. It's, it's hard to be forced to make friends with people sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're put into a group and you have to like all of them. But, you know, we did find out, spoiler on our Podcast. chat with... Justin and Whitney, but the men do immediately get some sort of camaraderie. Kind of clicks, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, a group text, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and you could hear more about that on the podcast. So welcome to the club, Rob. Yes. Uh, Kathy arrives, Mauricio comes down, and he looks wonderful. He looks good. And those white pants and that red jacket and that dark blue shirt, he really looked great. And I like that the moment he met Rob, he was like, come on, let's go. Yeah. Come join me. Come join the men. We're going to go make our club let and let the, the women ladies, do what they want. I, don't be involved in that. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you, you do. Whatever you do. Uh, Dorit and PK arrive. <laughs> and Kyla's Rightfully so, I think, offended that Dorit didn't wear patriotic attire. What happened with Dorit? I mean, I'm offended by it. I am. I, You know I love Dorit, but I think she could have done something amazing. Yeah, I don't know what she was trying to do. It's almost like she was trying to stick it to us. But then as Sutton, she comes in next. Is what she wearing patriotic? It looks like graf- like street art, graffiti almost. Street art? That looks like a grandma with arthritis. <laughs> but she I'm made that on she's... craft day and <laughs> she's wrapped it around her. I'm sure that dress cost $18 million. But I don't know. It, it's very, it looked very like pop culture. It looked very much art. But I don't say it looked patriotic at all there's a cat on it there's cats on shirts from walmart i mean there's nothing like high fashion about that oh i think i probably liked a little bit more than you did for once is this what we call a midlife crisis Ugh, gosh (laughs) i mean i didn't say i loved it i didn't say it legit looks like somebody's grandma that has arthritis made it on a craft day at their home or something oh my gosh here's the quilt honey or sweater it's way too big (laughs) but what did you think about rena's sequin jumpsuit amazing that she shows up as her alter ego but barbie couldn't you come up with a better fantasy name than Barbie, Harry Hamlin? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, as soon as everyone goes outside and sits down, it immediately goes to Erica. Erica topic. You know, this yep. talk, the uh, title of this episode is The Divided States of Erica, but I don't remember... I don't think people are very divided about it. Yeah, Everyone even... just wants to know if she's okay. Yeah, I don't feel like there was even a conversation no. or a disagreement or anything about it. So, every, to be honest, again, I have been loving Beverly Hills this season. This episode was a bit of a letdown for me. That's a hard note. It should have been called, like, expensive... Election Day or something. I don't know. It's so stupid. (laughs) Yes, expensive Election Day. That really has a beautiful ring to it. Like, sarcasm is not, this isn't the time for it. That's that. What was the other one in New Jersey? Dildos on the shoreline or something? Yeah, dildos on the shoreline. (laughs) (laughs) At least there's some, like, alliteration in that, I guess. Uh, Lisa Rinna talked to Erica that day, which... It was election day. She's the, but you know, last week you were like, why did anyone call Erica? I know. Turns out Rena dead. She dead. Rena dead. Just seems like she just doesn't want to talk about it right now. She's exhausted. And then Kyle asked Crystal and Sutton if they're okay, which is very uncomfortable. Yeah, let's revisit this. How do you guys feel? Do you guys feel like you guys 
settled everything. It's like, you're just trying to start shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell that Crystal really doesn't want to have to say anything nice about Sutton yet. But Sutton's like, I think we're fine. Both the men are also talking, all the men are talking about Crystal and how she handled Sutton and all that business. Yeah, well, Rob said that Crystal had a great time with everyone except for Sutton. Except for Sutton. And then Crystal lost five pounds on the trip. Due to nerves. And everyone immediately turns to Sutton and they're like, thank you, Sutton. I know, and Sutton, (laughs) of course, is like, God, starts writing it down in her. Right, starts crying, (laughs) pulling out her roller. (laughs) (laughs) Crystal is a recovering bulimic, we find out. And so it's so like, I'm not claiming any blame for making her bulimic again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I didn't do it. I didn't do that. Jeez. I am not that creepy or weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice that Crystal opened up. This is her first season, and she's already talking about a heavy subject. Yeah. Uh, so I liked that she had talked about this, because like the rest of the women said, it'll help somebody out there. Because Crystal doesn't deal with it anymore she it is something she probably has to work on every day but she doesn't have to deal with it every day right she um and that is major so she she succeeded to be that transparent yeah but it sounds like she kind of beat it but you know that event well she's aware that you never beat it yeah yeah but she's kind of moved past it so far that she can talk about it freely without it being astigmatism or weird it doesn't control her life exactly it doesn't control her yes so I really liked that she talked about it I hope that helps a lot of girls and boys out there oh I absolutely hope so they go back inside and Kyle pulls Dorit aside, and the ladies are very, very suspicious. They're like, they, they're looking around and looking at each other like, uh-oh, what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, you guys were on the plane. Didn't you see it? <laughs> I know, right? So Kyle feels that Dorit treats her differently than the other ladies. I'm coming to paddle you for your behavior on the plane. Mm-hmm. She feels that Dorit would not have reacted near she, as harshly. Yeah, she has more patience for other people than Kyle. And Dorit, I will say, is like a lot of other housewives, that as soon as you let them know what you did hurt my feelings, they immediately get defensive Versus wanting to hear how or why. Yeah. You know, again, I don't understand the pr- the problem with apologizing for hurting your friend's feelings, even if it was unintentional. But these ladies oftentimes have that problem. I don't like how Kyle handled it, the situation. Yeah, being aggressive like... Then don't ever talk to me like that again. That's too much. You say, can you please not talk to me like that? Because it really hurt my feelings. Right. That's what you say. You don't, don't you ever talk to me like that. That's what you say down to somebody like your child. Right, right. <laughs> And, Dori, and, you know, we just mentioned a little bit ago, Doris like... Excuse me? Listen, Kyle, you used to interrupt me all the time, so I'm sorry that maybe... Well, not I'm sorry, but maybe when you interrupt me, I still have to deal with it. Yeah, it's it's a trigger for me. And, again, I think I can relate to both of them in this situation. I can, too. I can. I would be... Getting interrupted a lot is frustrating. But it just she just interrupted her one time. Yeah. And plus, again, they've been best friends for a while. They've been hanging out all summer long. Mo and PK. You don't have to call him Mo. <laughs> <laughs> but Dorit is like, Okay, well then we're good, Kyle. We're good. We're good. We're good. I'm done. Okay, fine. Yeah, we're good. Yep, no, we're not talking about this. I'm done. Bye. This conversation uh, did not go very well. Nope. Yeah, nope. But they're, they're just going like tit for tat for what 
who like who was wrong? Who had the last jab? Who well, came out on top at the end of every they're fight? They're both very similar because Kyle has a history of also immediately getting defensive uh-huh. versus listening and understanding why she hurt her friend. So they're the same women who deal with the same situations or the same way, and there's no one is willing to just ask for an ap- or give an apology or just forgive and forget. Yeah. And Doris like, I'm done. See ya. Yeah. I'm uh, out. I'm I not would, gonna have a like I would too. Not Honestly, gonna have a... the way that conversation went, I would have gotten up and be like, all right, I'm done with this. I don't know. I feel I'm that not... Dorit's being really short. I don't, actually. That's okay. You don't have to. Yeah. I, I to. think that she's been dealing with this a lot, and I think the way that Kyle came at her very um, aggressively, I don't think that there is any room for um, growth after that point because she came in aggressive. Well, I have read the headline this week. That there's more to the story that wasn't on camera. But since we didn't get to watch the episode until later this week, I didn't want to read the article and spoil what we hadn't seen. So I don't know what that extra piece is. Well, great. But we'll it seems know. like there, I'll, I'll find it again. But it seems like there's more to the story. Okay. So Dory goes and tells the ladies that she has to go see her parents who are in town. Yeah, oh, I forgot my parents are in town. But it was leave. nice of her to not call Kyle out in front of the other ladies. And That's true. Like, like, Kyle's being a bitch, I gotta go. Yeah. So I, I appreciated that at least. <laughs> the drive home for was rough for PK. She's kind of like drilling into him and he's hungry. He's like, now I feel like we were being rude because we left before dinner. Right. And he's like, she's like, you had a hamburger before this. Right. I think we He's had, like, but I'm still hungry. We have that same conversation all the time. All the time when we go to an event. <laughs> I hate going to an event where they say they have food and they have like little finger foods, but that's it. Nothing of like, subs- like substance. No, I was saying that we have a full meal and then an hour later we're like, I'm hungry. Oh yeah, especially <laughs> you. Oh my goodness. Why? I'm hungry. Well, Kyle's like, Listen, y'all, Dory didn't leave for her parents. She left because of me. Mm-hmm. And Sutton's just glad that it's not because of her. And it, the scene ends up with the election being too close to call, and they're going to call it a night. Yes. So let's call it a break. Oh, snap. Let's get out of this hot closet. And then we'll come back and finish up the episode. Bye. I love Bye, you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Jagalouche. Bye, baby. Bye, Mama. Bye, baby. And we're back. Before we go on, I need to give a shout-out to my friend Leslie slash Paris, who kind of spawned the idea of the eye roller. Yes, the the Sutton eye roller for the podcast. (laughs) Thank you, Leslie. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) Sutton and Garcelle show up at a Bentley dealership. And they even have it private. Yeah. So last season, when I wasn't so sure about Sutton, she was totally baller and like went to like Dolce and Gabbana's house or something like that. And that's was like, like super private. And that's like, what I was like, dressing. okay, Sutton, I'm into you. That was like that was kind of what turned me into Sutton. Yeah. This season again, she hasn't been all that likable, but now she's shut down a Bentley dealership just so they don't have to wear a mask while walking around looking at cars. I mean, that's baller. That's pretty baller. I'm into it. That's that's what the Real Housewives, and especially of Beverly Hills, is about. Yeah. So I was all about that. And then Garcelle's like, well, maybe I'll get one, too. Get it, girl. Two for one special. She got that 
Talk paycheck, housewives paycheck. Get it? Buy me a Bentley. Yeah, I'll pay cash. <laughs> They're two thousand dollars. The conversation turns to Erica, as always. As usual. And Garcelle actually relates to Erica. She's like, I remember when I went through a divorce. I didn't want to be around people. I didn't want to talk to anyone. So she understands why Erica is kind of MIA right now. And I, I would be too. I agree. Especially such a high publicity divorce. Mm-hmm. And then Garcelle asks Sutton if she's okay because, you know, she's getting a new home. Now she's getting a new car. Like, <laughs> she's you, like, what's wrong with you, girl? She's like, am I going through a midlife crisis? <laughs> I'm like, maybe. Might. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. But I say get it. Right? Because you your business manager just called ahead to give them the budget. To let them all know that she can make this purchase and more. And they're like... But the awesome thing is, they're like, okay, this is the ceiling of our budget. Give her a, a car as nice as that. Oh, gosh. I want that life. <laughs> right? And, well, you know, Sutton, this is the first car she's ever purchased without having to ask permission. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are worse things in life than asking to have permission to buy a Bentley. Right. But that's got to be very liberating for her. I guess. <laughs> You're like, I don't care. It's not Whatever. my Bentley. Right. You have fun with that. Cut to now Crystal at her home making food with Rob, <laughs> who enjoyed Kyle's party. Very much so. He enjoyed hanging out with the guys. And he thought that Sutton made a great impression. Mm-hmm. Crystal's like, well, she was on her best on behavior. On her best behavior. <laughs> I love the cut to little Zoe Bear, her daughter, taking her shoes off. And she asked her how her day was, and she just glares her response back at Crystal. And Crystal's like... Ooh, she's in a mood. <laughs> she was not happy about whatever was going on that day. But don't her kids look a little bit young for Mahjong? I mean, I've never played Mahjong. I always just kind of consider it a very much adult game. I don't know the rules to it, but it, I, since I've always only known adults to play it, I feel like it's got to be a bit complicated for a five-year-old. Mm. I learned the French language by five. <laughs> <laughs> Kids can do it. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> we find out that Rob is the coddler of the parents. But again, I don't think that's a shock. Crystal's so no. OCD. He's a lot nicer than I am. <laughs> I think it's cute that Rob shows his kids like a very old classic Movies movie. from the 40s. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm sure like, it's boring as hell for the kids, but I'm sure they enjoy spending time with their dad and having those memories. And if they don't know any better, it might not be boring to them. Mm. I mean, if they're not so much... I'm sure they've seen The Lion King 180 times. I bet. I hope so. <laughs> right? And then Rob's like, hey, I was impressed to hear that you talked about your bulimia on camera, and for lack of... You know, is really what he meant. Yeah. And then we hear Crystal talk her whole story about growing up not feeling American because she was not white. She wanted to be blue-eyed, blonde-haired. And then also that meant to look like probably people on TV that were, you know, skinny and big-chested probably. And, Mm -hmm. you know, what people think or thought, especially at the time, what an idea I mean, all of her friends were... Basic white girls seem yeah. like from the pictures. <laughs> yeah, they still look like it. Oh snap! I want to be a basic white girl. Yeah, deep down, you are. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> well, cut to Sutton's boutique, which is not basic. No, I thought it was beautiful, and it's like the epitome of a boutique. Yeah, there's nothing like store, like uh, you know, 
department store about it. It's very, mm-hmm. very much boutique, and it's beautiful. And um, Jordan Sutton's store director is wearing a beautiful pink suit. I was all about that I really pink liked suit. that. It was really pretty. And then Kyle and Kathy show up, and we find out that Sutton is getting ready to host a Parisian-themed party at her house. I, I had no idea what that meant. Paris. Oh, a Paris themed. I thought Parisian. Paris. Parisian. I had no idea that's what Paris Parisian. I had yes, no idea. Yeah, yeah. It's like the adjective version. I've never heard that in my entire life. You were kidding. You've I'm never not heard Parisian. No, I've yeah. heard Peruvian. You, and I know you've heard <laughs> I've Persian. I've heard Persian. <laughs> yeah, just not Parisian. Wow. I have, yeah, I've never heard that that's before. That's so wild. I learned something. That's what this show's about. It's about learning. <laughs> It's about experiencing. And growing. And growing. And, and explore- sharing. Exploring. Oh, my God. But most of all, learning. I approved this message. <laughs> well, we learned that this is a $35,000 party. Yeah, for, Sutton but, lets everybody know. But for how many people? <laughs> ten. Why? I mean, could you, a $35,000 party for ten people? That's insanity. And But Kyle spends the whole rest of the episode reminding us that it's her house. I know, gosh. Not your house, Sutton. It's a combination of, oh, I miss this house, I love it so much, too. Remember, this is not your house, Sutton. I know. <laughs> you know, I, I love Kyle Richards, but she there, there's a side of her that's not the best, you know, sometimes. Right? We all have that. I love Everybody's got a dark side. Stop the madness. I love how bossy Kathy is at the Sutton store. She... <laughs> She's like telling her that she doesn't like this. This needs to be moved. All that, and it's she, like she's like reading the boutique. I know it's like Kathy. Shh. But you know, Sutton is, cannot take criticism. No, she's just like you could see, pull my eye roller out. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> but according to Sutton, Erica is coming to the party, and she wants everyone to be easy on her. Good luck with that. Oh, yeah. Do you think that nobody is going to just drill her with questions? And in my mind, in the last two and a half minutes of this episode, we're going to at least get a tease to what the conversation is going to be like. Move over to Rena's house. You know, Harry Hamlin, I'm not going to lie, I used to be pretty hot for Hamlin back in the day, too, but he's not aging so well, in my opinion. You're ageist. <laughs> but he No, I like an older gentleman. I, I just think that he's not aging so well. I know. The garden is really pretty. His, like, homemade garden that is going to save them during the apocalypse. Yes, he's like, there is a pandemic, everyone's going to die but us, because we've got our own food right here. I thought it was pretty smart of him to have his own type of fire system for the hills, because as you know, being on the West Coast, there's always a drought and wildfires start and oh, being in those hills. Always. So I thought that was pretty smart on yeah, his part. Yeah, they have part. a gas-powered water pump. That's just wild. Above-ground pool but that you is better... supplying the water. <laughs> <laughs> but you better pull and start that generator in with one pool, Lisa Rena. You go, girl. She, I mean, she, you know, there's no doubt. You know, when you're strong from the inside out, you're strong. And there's no yeah. doubt that Lisa Rena's got a strong core. You know what? You've got one life to live. Even I have a hard time with a lawnmower. I'm like, ugh. Back to Erica again. Every Every scene scene is about Erica, but But again, not divided. No. (laughs) It's all the same stuff. It doesn't go anywhere. And then Rena and Harry Pinky swear that they're never getting divorced, so I'm pretty sure that spells their doom. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's not good. But I do know how to give a damn good blowjob. Finally to Sutton's party. Oh, wait, before we get to Sutton's party. 
there was a moment in the boutique when Kyle's like, I'm so excited about your party because I know what I'm going to wear. Then... Cut to Sutton's party, but first, before we get to what I'm gonna, what Kyle's wearing, Sutton is actually wearing a dress with a waist. Holy macaroni! Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed. I that. couldn't believe it. That's what she needs. She just needs a waist. But this Sin. was not so much just a Parisian theme party. This was like a pop-up shop. It was. Yeah, I feel bad for that guy that had to lay out each one of those blocks to like spell out the, the price because the she hated it, and so and he she, had to go clean it all. But up. he didn't. Did you notice later they were still there? They were. Yes, Ooh. they even put a they even put a close up of it. So Kyle shows up. She looks very Parisian. She looks like Beyonce for the Lemonade album. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, she's actually showing up to Crystal's, and she doesn't hear a word that Crystal says the entire time. Because of that purse. That Hermes $95,000 purse that looks like a little Parisian storefront. I just can't. Almost, I guess, after taxes, like a $100,000 purse. That's somebody, that's a home. That's a small Oh my home. God, that's so many things. Why are people spending so much money on something like that instead of just putting it into the economy? Rich people have Hakuna too much Matata. money. Rich Hakuna people, Matata. Rich people have too much money sometimes. <laughs> Hakuna Matata. <laughs> I like that Kyle says, holy macaroni. I love that that's her like, thing. The thing to go to. She said yeah. it multiple times Most now. people say, like, holy shit. But holy crap. Holy macaroni. <laughs> Cut to Dorit dressed in her Louis Vuitton outfit, and she has a hard time leaving the house. They have to say goodbye to each other like 18 times. I know. My goodness. My little sweet Jagger. He's just adorable. Dorit does look like a 1960s cigarette girl. Yeah. Like walking around with a tray of cigarettes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Then then I did make a note. Sutton's jewelry still has prices. Oh, jeez. Kyle and Crystal show up first, and... Kyle again. This is my house. I don't want to go in. It's my house. I don't want to have to ring the doorbell in my house. Yeah, they stood don't there for 15 minutes house. deciding on what to do. I'm just like, <laughs> knock on the door, ring the doorbell. If no one answers, open the door. If it's your house, how come you're not paying the bill? <laughs> <laughs> and then, how does Lisa Rinna manage to dress the same as someone else on the cast? Every season. Seriously, how does she do that? It's because they all shop at the same boutiques. Oh, I couldn't believe it again. I think it's funny. I think it's, it's a really beautiful. Funny, yeah. I mean, I can understand why you would choose that dress. It says Paris to me very much. But so. you know what I'm upset about? Mostly jealous about? Why? Is that it's the fall season and there's pumpkins and fall leaves everywhere. <sighs> and it makes me really upset because I want it to be oh, fall. Oh, you poor Right thing. now. Bless his heart. I want sweaters. I want pumpkin lattes. I want crisp leaves under my feet. Well... It's June, honey. We I, <laughs> we got to make it away. <laughs> there is only like two hundred and thirty days till Halloween, or <laughs> we are past the halfway to Halloween. Yay! <laughs> Garcelle shows up, and the ladies get to cheer about the Biden victory. Ooh, but wait, who did you like? Who did who wore it best, Lisa or Kyle? <sighs> you know what? Since Kyle had the hat. Made it even more Parisian, in my opinion, so I'm going to give it to Kyle. That's what I... Same thing. That hat sold it for me. Yeah. And plus, I feel like she wore it better than Lisa. I, I'm, I, I'm into that. I'm into it. Yeah. 
Kathy is the final one, except for Erica, to show up. And she shows up, but she doesn't really notice that they, even when they pointed out to her that they wore the same outfit, Kathy is still like, oh, that's cute. They're sitting next to each other. You know, like she doesn't even notice that they're wearing the same outfit or anything. I don't think she could see them. (laughs) She's like, why are you pointing at the wall over there? You know what? Now that I think about it, Kathy, never get your eyes fixed. Don't ever get your eyes fixed. It's entertainment for us. It's the best thing in the world. (laughs) Back to talk about Erica. Garcelle is surprised because she had a very positive impression of Erica and Tom's marriage. And then Garcelle suggests that Erica waits until Tom just dies. I know what you're thinking. I literally know what you're thinking. Well, shouldn't she just wait till he dies? She didn't say that out loud. But she might as well. I mean, that pause, that long silence afterwards. The whole, there was a whole five minute pause. That whole, every (laughs) single person looked at each other, looked back at her, and they're just like, wait. And they're like, for what? I know, nobody wants to say it. Nobody wants to say it. And Doreen's like, Garcelle, I know what you're trying to say. (laughs) And I am not going to repeat it. Nobody's going to agree or say anything. But But just the fact that everybody, pretty much, they knew what she was kind of implying. But that's probably my favorite Garcelle moment of the season. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, ask a question, and then you got to, like, sip your drink for a long time and look around. She's like, okay, the nose job (laughs) question didn't work. Let's see what I can do. Now. Let's see what damage I can do with this question. So I, bravo, Garso. I know that we give you a hard time because you don't seem like you have fun, but that was funny. That was that was good. <laughs> Are you guys playing? So then we just end the episode off with the pretty much same exact footage that we started off, and it ends with Erica. Approaching the door. Entering in a fashion that was pretty epic. But then it just black screen and ends. She looked beautiful again. She really she did. did. But it was like the ending of Sopranos. Like mid-sentence, it just ends. <laughs> so again, I really think that this season of Beverly Hills has been the best so far that they've had in a few seasons. The cast is amazing. I think that they've been having a lot of fun while we still got a healthy dose of drama. But this episode was a bit of a dud for me because just nothing really nothing happened. Nothing really happened. The Kyle and Dorit thing is probably setting us up for something about to happen. Mm-hmm. But Dorit wasn't willing to let it happen this episode. Nope. That doesn't bring me down on this season at all. I'm still excited about the rest of the season. Um, everyone who's knows this season has said that Erica's really going to finally give us full-on Erica her true thoughts and feelings, so I'm really excited to see that. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Seeing is believing, huh? Yeah. Well, in the meantime, see us on our socials. (laughs) You're so good at segues. (laughs) On Facebook and Instagram, we are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You can also catch us on YouTube at The Real House Bears and listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if there's a place to write a review and a rating, please give us a five-star rating and an amazing review. Yes, please, 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 please. Thank you so much. Tell your friends to listen. In the meantime, 
We will post our interview with Whitney and Justin very soon, hopefully as soon as this week. Yep. So keep your eyes on that. Otherwise, thank you all so much for listening this week. We hope you have a great week. And until next time, bye. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Are you ready to do a test? Sure. Well, it's on. Oh, are we testing? Yes. <laughs> oh, test, 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 test. Papa, can you hear me? Papa, can you see me? Papa, can you see me? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> don't be frightened. Yeah, oh, I don't know the lyrics to that song. <laughs>